It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm the host, Chip Souza. I'm joined today by Henry Apple, Ricky Lynn Fires, and yep. we got Leland Barclay down the River Valley. It is February the 9th. It is 60 degrees today, Ricky. I, I You know what? We had snow, 12, 10, 12 inches of snow a week ago today. And now we're 60 degrees, and you know what? I like this. I'm not. It's not a hot 95 and mosquitoes and 100% humidity like Leland likes, but I love 60-degree weather all the time. Well, you can look at me, man. I, I can go to snow, but the good thing about Arkansas, unlike uh, up north in Michigan or anything, it's going to Mother Nature will blitz us. She'll pound us. She's mad, angry, and then she just uh, smooths out and goes on her way. It's only going to stay three, four, five days here, unlike when Michigan and you know, starts snowing December, you don't see grass again till April. Mother I've Nature, been in that situation. Mother Nature is like that old aunt, Ricky, that's, that lives in the house with the – she stays back in her bedroom back there and watches yep, her little yep, TV. Yep. And then every oh, now and then she comes in and raises a little ruckus, right. throws a little drama out there, and then she goes back to her room again. Yeah, you give her um, some Epsom salt for her feet yep. and put a, 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 a little shawl on, yep. around her and give yep. her some soup and yep. go back up there, yep. Granny, go yep. back up. There you go. That's Mother Nature <laughs> for you. So uh, it did, uh, Henry, it did throw a little bit of a wrench into some scheduling last week. I mean, as if, as if COVID weren't enough of a speed bump that we've had to deal with. So we had a little weather last week. But uh, looks like the 6A teams navigated it pretty well, the 5A teams. I know the schools in the small classification, they are really scrambling to get these final games played in before the district tournaments start next week. Yeah, we're, we're talking we are just five days away wow. from conference tournaments. They're playoffs, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playoffs. Uh, yeah. You know, and they're all scrambling within today, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday to get those final games in yeah. because if they don't, it's a double forfeit. And exactly. then all of a sudden you could really see a twist in the conference standings, yep. the seedings, and stuff like that. So they're scrambling to get some games in. And uh, for those people who are listening and maybe not aware of this, if you are you know mainly follow just the large classifications and not the smaller, the schools in 4A and below have a district tournament before they go to the regional tournament. It's like tournament. a conference tournament, right? Yeah, oh, conference, conference district. It's, you know, different terminology. But anyway, the reason why this is important in the seeding that Henry alluded to is – it, Rick, if you're a number one, if number, if you're the number one team in your conference, and maybe even the number two, but for sure the number one, you're gonna, you, you are automatically going to go to regional because you're going to get a bye to the semifinals of your district tournament. So that takes a little pressure off of you because you know you're already going to go to regional. Now you still want to get a high seed at the regional, yeah. but you know you you know you're going to do that. Well. Like Henry mentioned, if there's double forfeits and things happen, and that number one seed gets in jeopardy, and you know, and, and things, you know, whatever, that's huge. It's huge for you know, if if you're you know, you're a team that's that looking like you're gonna you're gonna get that buy in that in that first round district, and then all of a sudden you don't. That's why these are important. It's you know, the the postseason for four A teams and below that starts next week. I mean, it determines whether you're playing. You know, pass that or not. It's big. Yeah. Like, conference and, tournaments begin Monday at yes. P Ridge, at Lincoln, and uh, several different areas in the in the Absolutely. our region. Uh, Henry, I know, I'm sure they'll play some Saturday game to get caught up, but they won't play a game on Sunday, will they? If they utterly have to, they wow. might. But wow. uh, ordinarily, they usually try to get them all in before the Sunday. 
Okay. Now, Leland, sure. Leland, you mentioned this. This was I don't know if it was last week. It may, may have been that Mount, I think it was Mountainburg that was going to have to play four mm-hmm. games in a week. Um, and so I'm guessing that also could be the case this week as well. There's going to be some teams that are going to have played four games this week. Leland, do you know of any down in the River Valley? Or? I don't know of any playing four. There's a lot of schools playing three games. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I know that new school up there is hosting Mulberry and girls at six, and they're hosting St. Paul and boys at two o'clock on wow. Saturday. Oh wow. my goodness! To, to get games in, wow. so like you said, they're scrambling to get these games in. But for the most part, from what I've seen, at least the the conferences in, in this area, they're pretty well caught up. And Friday night is a huge night for those seating. It's because um, the AAA sets the state brackets and they set the regional brackets. And what they say is they tell the conferences, send us your um, seedings. Right. They do not get involved with the district slash conference tournaments. So there are some conferences that seed one and two into the semis. There are even some conferences that seed only the top seed to the finals. Okay. Okay. So it's up to the conferences to decide their district tournaments. And that's why, and this is real unusual. I've not seen this much. I know that Lincoln is playing, I think their semis and their championship games at the site of the higher seed. Okay, that's correct. That is correct. That's uh, what the three A one three A one West or is that no? It's just the three A one conference. Just, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And they and they determined that that's the way they wanted to do it. Now, what's what's great about the River Valley down here? Uh, the district tournaments, the four A four is at Subiaco, which is at Oscar Russ Gymnasium. Um, Mountainburg is hosting the 2A4, and it's at Carl D. Rogers Gymnasium. Okay. And then the 1A1 West is at Mulberry at Cotton Habner Gymnasium. Yep. Yep. Been those, there. Are, those are three of the most historic gymnasiums in the state. I yeah. mean, you talk about quaint and kind of the old style where the crowds are on the – or the fans are on the – right there on the floor – you know, Mountainburg got the old rock gymnasium. I mean, like a Hoosiers? Uh, you know. I've not been to the Mountainburg it, gymnasium. Yeah, but I've been oh, to. Oh, have you not? I oh, have it's, not. It is, it's uh, classic. I've been, I've, been to, uh, I've been to Mulberry. And uh, what was the other one you mentioned, Leland? I've been. Uh, uh, Subiaco. I've been, I've been there. I haven't covered a game there, but I've been there uh, on one of my football road trips uh, through there. So I've been to, yeah. the, to the gym at Subi, but I've not ever covered a game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the smaller schools, uh, I, I do kind of, you know, I miss that going to those smaller school gyms, Leland, like you mentioned, uh, uh, Scranton, uh, you know, you know, places like that. Uh, just, you know, a lot, love those, love that atmosphere. I used to love to go to Van Buren at the old Claire Bates gym yes. and those Van Buren kids, the student section, which I have said for almost 20 years, Leland, the Van Buren student section is the, that's the bar. They're the bar. Yes, that's that's the bar you set your student section by. It's the Van Buren kids. Well, um, and you mentioned you mentioned the Van Buren student section last night. As soon as the PA announced the final score of the Arkansas Auburn game, yep, they started calling the Hogs. There you and go. The whole gym got involved. There you go. Van Buren to me is the bar <laughs> of student sections. Yeah, uh, and and it just 
you know, those, those kids at Van Buren really get into it. And uh, in my mind, Leland, tell me, maybe, maybe my description is not right. Van Buren is the, the biggest small school out there. Uh, they are a big school, but, they're, but they're, they have a, small, it's a, have a small, tight school feel to it and that they're all bought in. Van Buren kids, a lot of them are multi-sport athletes, like a small school would be. Mm -hmm. And so when I say that, that's why I'm saying that. It's like it's got that a small school feel, but, it is a bit, but it's a large school. And, and uh, you know, they don't win every game, but I'm going to tell you what, Leland, I went over there and watched Matt Jones play when he was a junior at Van Buren uh, play basketball, and uh, there was nothing like going to a Van Buren game back then. Well, and, and Matt Jones' sophomore year – um, he was on the same team with Billy Ferris, who oh, was a yeah. senior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the games at the old Claire Bates Gymnasium that year against Fayetteville and Springdale, which was Jeremy Price, those two games were absolutely, they remain to wow. this day two of the most electric atmospheres that I have ever been a part of. Now, Ricky, uh, Monday night at uh, Springdale, they recognized Charlie Smith. Oh uh, yeah, long -time Charlie Smith. Boys coach. Charlie Smith. Yeah, uh, over there, and uh, and Coach Winberry uh, over there. They recognize those guys. Oh at wow, the Spring that's game, excellent. Harbor game. Uh, so anyway, to kind of going back in the way back a little bit. And then today, I was talking to Cameron Maines' mom, uh, and uh, you know what an incredible season he's had. Uh, and and so we were talking about uh, you know she's a, she was a red dog. His Cameron's mom was a red dog. I said, how do you you know, I know your son's at Harbor. Your daughter was a good player at Harbor. But aren't you still a red dog? Isn't that, isn't that, you know, I mean, and she said, yes, I, I will always be a red oh, dog. Oh, okay. And Good. she said, you know, as soon as my, as soon as Cameron graduates and he's not Harbor anymore, I'll go back to being a red dog. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she mentioned, and Leland, you'll, you'll know this right off the bat, bat uh, she mentioned Jim Hamilton uh, when he was, you know, used to be the coach at Springdale. And uh, of course, you know, Leland, he was, uh, he was the uh, basketball coach, I believe it was at Mulberry. Um, for a number of years. And he was at Mulberry. He was an outstanding, of course, basketball player yes. at Southside. Yes, yeah. And uh, was, was from an extremely, extremely athletic family from the sisters, the brothers. Uh, they were all just um, incredible athletes, all of them. And, Leland, you'll know this too. Jim Hamilton apparently was, and Ricky, a hell of a softball player. Big time. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he, yeah. I don't know if – he, and I don't remember, but I think he got paid to play kind of like Kurt Ledbetter did from yeah. Cedarville. Yeah, he was a. He um, was I think a, Kurt a Ledbetter used to get paid by, um, oh, I don't remember. It was the Bale, Bale Chevrolet out of Little Rock. Okay. I think he got paid by the home run. Yeah, they were ringers. <laughs> they were ringers that got paid. Well, uh, let's talk about a little basketball that happened last night. We had uh, a little bit of a limited schedule in the 6A West in that the Fayetteville, uh, the Southside game at Fayetteville was rescheduled. Uh, to avoid what, what would have been a huge conflict in parking yes. um, for the Arkansas-Auburn game last night. So they rescheduled that game for tonight. So that game was off of the schedule. And then, of course, Springdale and Harbor played on Monday, so that game was off the schedule. And, by the way, Springdale won that game in double overtime, 60-58. to 58. Uh, Isaiah Seeley, one of their fabulous freshmen, uh, one of two fabulous freshmen on that team for Jeremy Price's Springdale team, um, hit a hit a shot just inside the free throw line uh, at the end of second regulation, uh, re second overtime uh, to win that game. So that game was played Monday. But last night, Ricky, you went over and saw uh, Bentville girls. What, what's it? What's Henry? What's the Mark Twain? Uh, he said the rumors of my death are 
are uh, greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. Uh, there you go. Uh, the Bentonville girls, uh, they are not dead. Uh, they are very much in it. In fact, last night uh, moved into second place right in the conference. Now, by half game, is that right? With a 6-3 and three record now in conference play. Actually, they are now – Heritage and Bentonville are now tied, tied six for and three? six and three. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, but uh, Rogers is right there no, at five and right three. Rogers is right there at five and three. So. But uh, Rick, you saw a pretty good shooting display last night. Well, here's the backdrop. Uh, I was asking uh, the guy, the PA guy at uh, Rogers uh, Heritage, and said, "Yeah, man, we went over there and smoked them at Bentonville." I thought, "Oh wow!" But you know how you uh, get your revenge? Yeah. What else? Bent- bring, bring it. Let's go. Bent- we're Bentonville. back. We're here. We're yeah, still we're here, here, Ricky. We're still we're here. Still here. <laughs> Bentonville comes out on the road at Heritage and makes 12 Man. three-pointers. I mean, they just blew it up right there. Maybe uh, eight of them in the first half, and it was led by Ella Campbell, number three. Um, I think in my lead, uh, she went here on the corner, made it. Then they get a turnover. They throw it to her on the other side of the corner makes another three, and they just blitzed them. They just ran them all out of the gym, basically. A great shooting display. Um, it just wasn't heard. This uh, Abby Kate Sanders, they were on. Uh, uh, even after afterward, talked to uh, Hallmeyer, Tom Hallmeyer. He said it was the most complete game we played all year. And I talked to uh, Ella. They were jacked to get that revenge. They were embarrassed by how they got beat over there on their home court. And they're making a late move, like, you know, like Bentonville teams do. And so just a fabulous shooting performance. And they, they did really well on defense. Uh, held uh, Castile and Kimball, the big girl underneath, uh, well below their average. So big-time road win for Bentonville girls last night. Big win. Henry, you were over at the Rogers and West game. Uh, you know, a, a, much improved, a very, very much improved Bentonville West girls team. But this one went to Rogers in a close game, 48-43. Uh, talk about that game a little bit, Henry. It was tied at uh, thir- 34 to end the uh, third quarter. And then Aubrey Treadwell hits a three-pointer to give Rogers the, the lead. West hits a free throw. Well, she hits another three-pointer. And not, next thing you know, the Lady Mounties have a five-point lead. But that turned out to be the last basket they hit. And the, the rest of the scoring was by free throws, but still had a six-point lead early. But then West come back, cut it to one, and had missed the free throw, had like at least four chances to take the lead, could not do it. And then Rogers seals it with uh, two free throws by uh, Aubrey Treadwell with 10.1 seconds left, and Ava Maynard hits two more with 1.6 seconds left up. Ice the victory. There you go. So when, so last night, Bentonville and Rogers girls get wins. On uh, Monday night, Springdale Harbor gets wins. And again, like we mentioned, Fayetteville and Southside will be played Wednesday night. And so that will kind of get some – also uh, Wednesday night, you've got South uh, uh, Springdale hosting Rogers in a makeup game. And then they play again on Friday in a regular – Season games, so same teams play each other. Yeah, yeah just Wednesday one except Wednesday night at Springdale, Friday night at Rogers. Okay, so so makes it a point here. Uh, Rogers is now five and three. They're just that half game back behind Bentonville and Heritage, but with the makeup game they win at, all of a sudden we've got a three way tie for second place. Right, right. 
So it's going to be a dogfight, and that's uh, and Leland said, has said this uh, all season. I, you know, we've all said it. The 6A West is is just going to be fun. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's wide open. Mm-hmm. Harbor's Harbor is barring a you know a, an injury to a really key player. They're going to win the conference. Yeah, um, they are eight zero, and uh, they're they're going to you know they're going to win the conference. Uh, but that fight for that second and that and the buy that's a buy they're going to get, you know, is uh, is going to be a dogfight, and that'll be fun. Now, on the boys' side last night, Bentonville got a big win, uh, 80-63 against Heritage, and Bentonville West edged Rogers 54-50. Again, on uh, Monday night, Springdale got a double overtime win against Harbor. And then uh, Wednesday night, you're going to have Southside playing uh, at Fayetteville in a game that was originally scheduled for Tuesday, moved to Wednesday. Uh, Henry, I think after Wednesday's games, that gets us pretty much on track, except for there's one game hanging out there from last week that got snowed out that will be played at the very end. I think that's right. Is that is that right? I can't remember who it is. But and and like, the boys, I think we uh, – let me look here real quick. I think we get caught up with this makeup game on Wednesday night. Okay. okay. Now, yes, all the games got snowed out last Friday. Yeah. But the good thing about a, the 6A West schedule is there is a built-in right. open date. Correct. They just move them all to that open date and say, hey, we'll play on February the 15th. That's, and that's next Tuesday. Right. That, they're, that a lot of these games will be played. Uh, now, moving over to the, seven, the 6A Central, uh, Little Rock Catholic knocked off Forsmith Northside boys last night, 54-50. And the Northside girls, they, uh, they, had a, they gave up a late touchdown to uh, Mount St. Mary, but they won it uh, 59-7. So Mount St. Mary scored a late touchdown there, running clock or whatever, scored a touchdown, kicked extra point, got seven points on the board, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> it was, I think it was 27 instead of just seven. But, now, uh, the Northside okay. girls, I'm reading a game. I'm looking, yeah. And uh, the names stick out, uh, Zoe Brashears. Is that another one of those oh uh, girls right there? That's a yes. younger sister. <laughs> wow. Yep, okay. little sister. Okay. All right. And the other two are in college playing ball. So what we're saying here, there's a typo in the scores. It was 27, not 7. Yeah, it should oh, be 27. My apologies to Mount St. Mary. They did put 27 on the board. I was so. right here. It says I'm looking at papers. It says 59-27. There you go. Well, I'm looking at the scores, and it says 59-27. Oh. Ooh. So. But we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was 27. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. So, Leland, you were uh, at a 6A West game last night. You had Van Buren uh, <laughs> over there. And uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about what you saw. Well, it's another classic uh, boys game. Uh, you know, the, the Lady Bulldogs are so good. They jumped out to a 17 to nothing lead. They're now 8-0 in the conference. Uh, they're cruising. They have a two-game lead over Valonia, a three-game lead over Russellville. Uh, they play Valonia Friday night at home, which would – I know it wouldn't mathematically cinch things up, but it would it would basically, uh, you know, wrap things up for the for the for the – Lady Bulldogs. Right. Uh, Greenwood won the boys' game 43-41 on a basket by Aiden Kinnon with 2.2 seconds left. Wow. And it was it was a classic. Um, of course, we uh, you know Brennan got uh, videos of of the game-winning shot, and uh, we talked to talked to him after the game. Talked to Coach Husband, uh, Greenwood's head coach, after the game, and. Um, now Leland, you know it was Leland when uh, when ESPN comes typing on Brennan's shoulder about coming to work and filming for them. Remember, you tell tell Brennan, remember who's bought him popcorn all all this time. So <laughs> who gave him his start? There Absolutely. you go. There you go. So yeah, uh, we actually we went to uh, Charleston Monday, 
because the Charleston Waldron game was big. We got some videos there. We've got videos from Russellville and Greenwood Saturday from last Saturday also in the uh, River Valley Sports Report on Friday's edition. So you'll be sh be sure and uh, check that out. But the Waldron, you know, you guys were talking about how teams are playing each other three and four days apart. Charleston went to Waldron on Saturday. Waldron won. Then they then Waldron went to Charleston on Monday in a makeup game. So yep. they played two days apart. They split. Both of them won on their home court. And the three A four boys race is going to go down to Friday night. Wow! Uh, as awesome. a, as a lot of others are. Waldron has a one game lead. They're going for their third straight conference championship. Uh, they're very good. Uh, of course, in the in the girls in the three A four, everybody is chasing Boonville. Boonville is one win the lady bearcats are one win away from a perfect you just regular jinxed them. season knock on wood you just jinxed them you jinxed them <laughs> i don't think there's any jinx in the boonville yeah they're uh, they're pretty good lady bearcats yeah. i think their average margin of victory in the 3a4 and their 13 wins is 28 points a game i wow. think so almost averaging a mercy rule win wow so that's what's going to make now, that 3a that that state tournament up there with well, the valley the the regional will yeah be the fantastic. regional yes man that is going to be absolutely fantastic yeah, yeah. Bergman and all that bunch so also the regional is going to be good yes. the conference is you know I was talking to uh, Coach Rucker at Charleston and you know they're all battling for that second and third seed to get on the other side of them in the district tournament because that number two seed in the regional is also of course gigantic yes uh, but. But they're all battling for that second seed to get away from Boonville in the in the district tournament bracket. Well, also also on Tuesday night, Salem Springs boys and girls both claimed wins at Alma in the 5A West. Um, so so the uh, those teams came out with wins. The uh, Farmington girls locked up the the 4A1 West, West division. division. Uh, they beat Gentry 74-44. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the boys. The, the the Farmington boys had already locked up that their side. They beat Gentry last night, 74-44. The girls' side, almost the same score, 70 to 54. Farmington girls. So they locked up their their side of the of the uh, 4A1 opposite of uh, whom I whom I forgetting here, Henry. Uh, Let's see on the girls' side, Harrison who took a thumping against Shiloh Christian they last did. night. They at, did. At they, Springdale, they did, and and Shiloh Christian boys also won over Harrison last night. So good, so there, you know, that was that. Huntsville boys and my boy River got them a close win last night over Gravit, fifty six fifty three. So congrats to uh, River Gosfield over there for getting a win uh, over there. Uh, and then also in, in some of the lower classifications, uh, I'm I'm seeing here uh, Henry uh, Eureka Springs in regulation, no overtime, didn't need it, put up eighty three points last night. Uh, how about Arkansas Arts Academy, 77-70 against Yellville Summit. Ricky, that would have been a fun game to see. Now, where is Arkansas Arts Academy at? That is Rogers. Yep. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. So that would have been a fun one, 77-70. Uh, I love the way those Class A teams get it up and down the court. Shoot, holler and foller. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, Leland, you mentioned uh, some 1A1 West action last night. The County Line boys uh, beat Mulberry. And uh, the new school beat o uh, Ozark Catholic uh, by 20. Uh, so wins there for them. And uh, on the girls' side, uh, 
you know, uh, Mountain Berg with a big win against Acorn. Now, is, Leland, isn't Acorn, don't, don't they have a big game against Lavaca coming up? Is that, is that tonight. today? That's tonight, tonight. right? The, yeah. in, the, in the boys' side, Acorn host uh, Lavaca tonight, which will decide that top seed. Of course, Lavaca is ranked number one in, in 2A, and they won pretty handily down there, but they uh, – they did a good job on uh, Bowman, uh, Acorn's big score, and held him down. And, uh, of course, I talked to their coach after the game, and and, and Lavaca shot it really well that night. And he said that he um, he hopes they don't shoot it quite as well when they come to Acorn. So that's going to be a gigantic game tonight. And also in that conference, Friday night, the Mountainburg girls go to Mansfield. Both of them are 9-2 and two in conference play. So that is going to decide number one and number two in the uh, district tournament seedings uh, in that in the, in that bracket for the girls. And Mountainburg's Haley Reed went over the thousand point mark in the win over Acorn last night. There you go. There so you that go. was a big deal. You and go. you guys were talking. You talked about uh, New School and Ozark Catholic and County Line earlier. You know, all three of those boys teams. Very good will probably go into regional play with 30 wins apiece. Yeah, yeah, very, wow. very, very good. Cody Vaught's done a great job uh, getting the that Ozark Catholic program going in, in a very, very short time since they've been – I think, Henry, is this second year varsity play? This is third? only the second year varsity yeah. play, and they only have one year of junior varsity yeah. before that. So. Yeah, he's done a great job over there with that, getting, getting that program going. also want to mention Tuesday night, Bergman boys 75-66 over West Fork. And Cedarville boys 52-37 against Paris. Um, so just a lot of great, great, great basketball. And we are rapidly moving to the end of the season for the schools in 4A to 1A. Their postseason, again, will begin next week for the conference or district tournaments, whichever, however you want to call them. Then they'll move on to regionals the week after, and then everybody's state tournaments will start the week after that. Now, we also want to mention last night, it wasn't all just basketball. The Rogers Heritage wrestling team won the 6A dual state over at Heritage. The Van Buren wrestling team won the 5A dual state tournament. And Shiloh Christian boys won the 4A dual state tournament. Now, those are not sanctioned by the Arkansas Activities Association, but they are recognized by the wrestling programs in the state as a viable state wrestling event and it's the dual state and that that uh that all wrapped up yesterday it was supposed to they're supposed to have wrestled on saturday but they got snowed out so they moved it and and uh and kind of moved it around split it up a little bit um and so that was played uh that was wrestled on uh, tuesday and then the state uh, wrestling tournament the big tournament will be next week in little rock at the jack stevens center uh at ualr makes you wonder at these wrestling Tournaments, not. Did they play the Blue Cyclone? They should, and I think they should come out and, you know, with uh, smoke and fire and all that, but they don't let me do this. But I will say this, Henry, I don't know if you saw this. I shared this on my Facebook page. The Olympics that everybody would watch. Did you see that? The Olympics I haven't seen everyone that one. would I watch. Ricky, it was the 50 yard sock slide, which you get a running start on the track, and then you hit the wooden floor and see, if, see how far you can slide on your socks. So that was, that was one of the events. The other event was the uh, the dive and catch, in which big guys run to on, running on the diving board. They jump and they throw, somebody throws them a ball, and they re have to reach out and catch it with their hand before they belly flop into the pool. Like a Nerf ball or something. Like a, yeah, like a plastic ball or ten tennis ball or something. <laughs> so that was that was another great event. Now those are Olympics Olympic events that I would watch. Do you like the curling? 
I do like the curling. In fact, I got to do a little curling at the Jones Center one time. There's a guy there who who practices and lives here, oh. and he competes. Uh, he he did make I think the team from Denmark uh, in the last Winter Olympics. Uh, but anyway, he uh, um, he he practices here, and so he let me curl. I didn't even keep close to. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Leland, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we're just down to a couple of minutes. My producer's giving me the throat slash sign, so that means we're done. Um, so uh, you know, we got a lot of sports going on. It's getting it's getting wrapped up. Got spring sports, Henry coming in a couple of weeks. I know we were getting ready for that. So uh, this is the best time of the year. Uh, the only thing we're not going to get, Henry, you you know, you know, pitchers and catchers, Leland, we don't know when they're going to report, and that's. That's just uh, yeah, I'm just sad do that about to that. Us, Major League Baseball, yeah. don't do that, please. I'm, I'm sad about that, but uh, but other than that, everything I mean, in the world of sports is great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, uh, this has been Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Sousa for Henry Apple and Rick Fires and Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Thanks for listening to us. Come back and join us next week on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.